Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Haley and Danielle, it's so great to have you guys on the show today. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. We're having a reunion. We're so excited. We are. So I had the honor of meeting both of you in Nashville at a recent skincare event that was fabulous that you hosted at the Soho House, which was so awesome and got to just hear your story. And, you know, once I met you both, I was like, I have to have them on the podcast because they're just totally right in alignment with our listeners and all of the amazing stuff that we talk about on this podcast when it comes to just you know, having a passion, turning it into, you know, a business, how do we grow it? How do we scale it? How do we get supporters on board? What does it really look like behind the scenes? You know, like what's really going on. And, um, I know that you both are just in total alignment of everything that we do here. So I'm so excited to have you guys on. And I would love if, you know, you guys could just kick us off on a little bit of the journey that we now know as clear STEM. Absolutely. So I'll give everyone like a bird's eye view background. Um, so we, Kaylee and I both struggle with acne, like hardcore, like mine's a little, a, a lot worse than Kaylee's actually. Like I'm like kind of like worst case scenario when it comes to acne. So that said, um, I struggled really bad with cystic acne for well over a decade and still struggle if I'm not careful with what I eat and use. Right. But um, in meeting with had a dozen dermatologists over that time span um, and just being given like medication after medication after medication and given no answers. Like I was studying biology, genetics, and immunology, and I would come with a list of questions to my doctor's appointments and they'd be pretty basic, like very basic. Like um, how does alcohol affect your skin? Like things like that. And not one of the doctors that I met with or derms would answer it in a meaningful way. They'd be like, oh, there's no white paper on that or maybe this, but not really sure. You know, so, and then it was just at the end of the appointment, what medication do you want to try again? Um, so that said, I did Accutane three separate times and my acne still came right back. I had to cut the third round short because the side effects were getting too intense and they were worried about um, uh, vision loss. So I was like, okay, this has to stop. Acne came right back. So I'm 28, almost 29 at this point, you know, the age where you think you'd grow out of it. Um, and I was like, you know what, screw this. I'll figure it out myself. I have the science background. And so I was looking for information um, on skin. And the only way you can really get it is by going to beauty school, like esthetician school. And the granted, there's more information now, but to really learn what you need to learn at the level, um, you've got to be in school. So I left my six figure consulting job, went to beauty school at night, realized that treating acne was the medical profession I'd always wanted, but didn't know existed. Saw a business model, got some mentors, learned under a bunch of people because you never want to just go straight into your own business when you're making a, a change, right? So I got a lot of mentors and shadowed and started San Diego Acne Clinic. And that was about eight years ago. And I met Kaylee, my sweet soul sister. We got reunited um, as she came in as a patient. She had a deadline to, to fix her skin. Um, and we just bonded so much over what's wrong with the industry. And um, at the time, I was formulating a, a stem cell product to help my ethnic clients get rid of their scars because darker skin scars very easily. Um, and Kaylee, I was working um, with her at the time, and I was like, test all these lab samples that I'm getting and tell me what you think. Um, and that's kind of how Clear Stem was born. And Kaylee has more from her side, too. So when I met Danielle, I was at my worst with acne. I was 24 years, 24 years old. 
I just recently got off birth control. I was like career woman, traveling, all the things. I actually went back to school to get my degree in holistic nutrition. So I was coaching people on the side while doing different consulting for brands. I was doing all the things all the time. So stress was at its highest. I was eating on the go all the time and I had just gotten off birth control. My skin in a matter of a few months just went absolutely crazy. I'd struggled on and off with acne in my entire life, but this was the worst I'd ever been. Like bright red, inflamed cystic acne all over my face, both sides of my cheek. If you guys want to see how absolutely insane it is, we have a before and after picture on the website. And I was going to every single doctor, dermatologist, esthetician I could possibly find. I probably went to, no joke, over 15. I was listening to every single marketing um, tactic out there from like what could clean my acne. I was using like $300 serums to just trying to wash my face in coconut oil. Like I was doing everything. And every doctor dermatologist told me to go back on birth control because that was the only way to quote balance my hormones. Exactly what I was told. Um, I was told to go on multiple range, multiple rounds of antibiotics. And I was told to go on Accutane. And because I had gone back and got my degree in holistic nutrition, was really understanding the importance of gut health, nutrition, digestion, all the effects these medications have on different parts of our body. I knew what each of these things did. And I was like, how is this going to help my acne? This makes no sense. And I kept asking every doctor, I was like, okay, I understand you're giving me these like solutions, but what's actually causing it? Can you help me understand like what's going on? And they're like, we don't know, just try these things. And in my heart and soul, in my body, I just, I felt like it wasn't right. One last Google search, because I almost went on Accutane. Like I was at, like, I didn't want to leave my house. I was packing on theater makeup when I did have to leave my house. It completely crushed my confidence and who I felt I was as a person. Um, I was starting to feel really depressed, had so much anxiety because it was a very much identity crisis. I would look in the mirror and I, my, to me, my face looked disfigured. And I was like, who is this? It didn't look like me. So one last Google search um, that saved my life come up, pops up San Diego Acne Clinic. I met Danielle, who happened to be her last client of the day. So we had a lot of time to spend together. And I learned all of these things that I was never taught in nutrition school with all my friends that were like in the naturopathic space, everything didn't know these nuances for acne. And that's when I realized there was this huge gap, not only in Western medicine, going to the doctor with the prescription side of things, but also in the world of wellness as well, people weren't educated on the nuances of acne. And so Danielle and I, you know, came together after getting to know each other. We're like, oh my gosh, people need to know this. And that's why like, not only have we created these products, but a whole vertical of ClearStem is the education side of what is actually causing your acne and the root cause. And that's our biggest mission is creating products that actually work, create change, don't destroy your skin, but also helping you find relief in your confidence again by getting to the root cause and taking back control over your health. Mm. So, so good. And we're going to get into kind of more of clear stem in just a minute. Um, you just talked about how, you know, a big proponent is the education side. And I remember from, you know, the time that we got to spend together and then hearing you guys on the panel, it was, that was a really cool and unique thing that I've seen just being a skincare junkie and addict myself. It's, it's very rare that you find a company that really aligns with 
wanting to educate their, their customers and their community, because it's kind of that idea of like, I can fish for you, or I can teach you how to fish. And then you're going to have an abundance of all the fish that you'll ever need. Um, and so I love that you have that component to it, which I want to chat about in a minute. But first, you just said something about the nuances of acne. Can you share a little bit about what are the nuances of, of acne? Definitely. So the the core of acne, it's genetic. It totally runs in families. The root cause is something called retention hyperkeratosis. So that basically means, hyper means more keratosis is our keratin production cycle. Um, the retention part means basically we produce more keratin protein than the people who don't even wash their face, but don't break out. And it gets stuck in our pores. So our pores get naturally clogged much easier. Um, so that's the root genetic thing. And then there's all these different triggers and those can be somewhat nuanced, but there's pretty straightforward triggers that will apply to everyone if they are acne prone. Primarily, um, the number one thing that we really drive education on is topical pore cloggers. We've all had that experience of getting a new makeup or a new moisturizer or SPF, whatever, and it breaks you out. Like we've all been there, right? Um, and that's from pore cloggers, but that is something that is highly disregarded in a traditional Western medical office. Like it doesn't even come up. Um, but that's the thing, it's called acne cosmetica, right? But it's literally just what you're using, clogging your pores and creating acne. It mixes with our extra keratin protein, clogs our pore, and then boom, your skin keeps growing over it. And um, depending on your rate of keratosis, that's when you can get like cystic acne real quick. Like your skin just grows over the clog and, you know, turns into like a cyst. So that's like worst case scenario. Um, but I, in my practice, in my eight years of clinical practice where I only treat acne, I would say 95% of people come in and they I go over all of their products with them. 95% or more of people have at least one or two pore cloggers in their products that is driving a ton of their acne. So that's the number one thing we educate on. And we actually paid our developer thousands of dollars to make a search function so people can copy and paste their ingredients and see if there's a pore clogger. Like it's that important, right? Yes. Uh, it's tell, tell a little bit more. I loved when you guys shared that about if you go to your website and you can go ahead and give the link now, if someone's like, okay, I have a list of these skincare products that I'm using. I want to know if there's a pore clogger in it. Where do they go and how do they use the search bar? Yeah. So yeah. just like what you said, I love that you mentioned this really earlier. You can either um, give someone a fish or teach them how to fish. And we are the same exact way too. It's we create all these resources so people feel empowered to learn themselves because once they learn it, then they know it, right? Instead of just giving them the answers. So if you go to our website, clearstemskincare.com, under the resources tab, there is a tab under that that says pore clogging ingredients. You can also, if you just Google clearstem pore clogging ingredients list, it takes you right there. There's a search bar at the top and then a long list right below it. So what you do, let's say you have a foundation from Sephora. You can go look up your foundation, go to Sephora, and then this is really important. It'll be categorized by key ingredients, and then secretly somewhere, it'll say full ingredient deck. They like to try and trick you and hide that full ingredient deck sometimes, so you want to make sure it's not just the key ingredients, it's the full ingredient deck. You just copy that and then paste it in our little search bar on that pore clogging ingredients page on our website. Click search, and if there's a pore clogging ingredient in it, it'll show up as red. We do want to say... We're always updating the list. Some companies put dashes in, spell things differently, everything. So we always just remind you to double check the list below. It's all in alphabetical order. It's really, like it literally takes one minute to just scan all your products and check below. So you always want to double check. 
Yeah. And before we always tell people before you change anything in your routine, before you buy anything from anyone, including us, you have to know what the real problem is. Because if you have a moisturizer that you, it's clean and organic and all the things, and you're thinking that it's safe and you're going and changing all your skincare and, but you're still using that one thing that has the pore cloggers, you will still break out. So before you change anything, you've got to identify the problem. So that's one thing that we feel is really important to tell people. Yeah. I love that. Cause I think a lot of times we'll go in to try to fix a problem before we even really know what the problem is. We may think, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. oh, my skin's clogged. Okay. Well, yes, that's, that's the outcome of the problem, but what's the problem? Um, so I love that you said that. And I want to get into, um, a little bit more of, you know, the, the education piece and, and even with the education of the ingredients that are actually found in your products, I love your turmeric serum. It's one of my favorites. We can definitely chat about that. Um, cause it's incredible for the glowing vitamin C, vitamin C goodness. Um, but I would love for you to talk a little bit about the stem part of clear stem and how that plays an integral part in the ingredients and really where you pull your ingredients and all of the education and the research that went behind you choosing to use the ingredients that you use? Oh, thank you for asking this question. So the stem part, um, it was originally from that, that stem cell serum that we started with, right? Um, so taking it back, ethnic skin scars very, very easily, and you can't do aggressive treatments on darker Fitzpatrick's because that alone could scar them. Like Kaylee's fair. I can just do an intense chemical peel. She's brand new in a week. I can't do that for my Indian clients or my Filipino clients or, you know, anyone who's olive, really, you have to be really careful. So I knew that with the skin, we all know that like attracts like, um, so by that, I mean like actual collagen, we're trying to heal collagen damage. That's what scarring is. Give it collagen raw material to repair itself, but also you have to calm the skin down in order for it to be able to heal. Um, you know, a skin that is um, being like constantly wounded by hot water in the shower, for example, if you're burning your skin every morning or you're using really harsh topicals that are drying your barrier, like a Retin-A or high-strength benzoyl peroxide, if, you're, if your skin is in an inflamed state or you're doing inflammatory things, it simply will not heal. So I knew this product needed to have a ton of anti-inflammatory ingredients in it. That's why there's reishi, B5, turmeric, salt palmetto. Um, it just it, that There's the stem cells, yes, but then the eight other things are all anti-inflammatories. And we designed the viscosity, the texture in such a way where it must be rubbed in because when you rub your skin, you're activating circulation, which triggers your own wound healing response. So like that's the level of thought that we put into every single product. Like how is it going to be used? What's in it? What does it not need in it? And then um, everything has anti-inflammatory agents in there because let's face it, we're all doing something to inflame our skin, whether it's internal or external. Um, but the stem cell part, to answer your question, is um, it's donated, purified, actual collagen. And then they, they go through a long um, distillation process to extract the collagen, the, uh, the, the media, if you will call it. So it's little fibers that your skin can use to rebuild itself. It's like giving it perfect skin food. And I want to point this out because it's important. Applying actual collagen to your skin won't do anything. It's too big. It's not in a, like in a way that the skin can actually synthesize more skin using it. Like it's, it's not even, think of it as not being like digestible by your skin when it's just collagen in your serum. Like this is actually very specific collagen fiber rich media that your skin will utilize during its repair process. 
that's why it works um, so well. And, and then to answer another formulation question that we both feel very strongly about, um, we only use ingredients that are a three or less, meaning like not shown to cause any harm or hormone disruption, a three or less on the EWG scale. And it's a green three, not even a warning yellow three, right? So formulating is actually quite difficult because our no-no lists are a mile long. <laughs> I can only imagine. And I remember we were talking about that too, of the idea of clean beauty and what it means to be clean and what are kind of the, you know, what we may think is clean may not necessarily be clean behind the scenes. And so that is why really paying attention to those ingredients and even going to your search bar and using that as a resource is so vital. Yeah. So the word clean, I would love to clean this up for people, pun intended. <laughs> the word clean only means free of toxins or hormone disruptors. It has absolutely nothing to do with acne safe. In fact, it's usually the opposite. Clean products will be loaded with things like shea butter, algae, um, you know, seaweed derivatives, coconut oil, and other things that might be organic and you know healthy in other contexts but they're physically thicker than our natural oil. So it makes them pore clogging. So organic has absolutely nothing to do with acne safe. And that's something that I wish I could just whisper into everyone's ear as they sleep at night, because it's so important <laughs> to know that distinction. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business Business for sponsoring the show. And that's that when you were sharing that at the event that we were at, it made me immediately think because like I could literally put coconut oil on my face and maybe it clogs, maybe it doesn't. A friend of mine puts it, just puts like just sticks her finger in it and her whole entire face is going to get clogged. And that just goes back to what you were saying about the genetics and, and how my makeup of my um of, of my capacity to kind of build up that oil is. And so um, I think that that's something else to be said is like, it's not going to be one size fits all. And that's why I love your product line, because you have, you've, you've really been intentional about making sure that when it comes to acne clearing, that is first and foremost, what is at the forefront, you know, before being, you know, all of these other kind of buzzwords that people love to say, you're, you're really on a mission to focus in on clearing the skin from the inside out and really using it in a way that's going to balance the skin. And so people that have to deal with acne and the scars that come from that and all of that can start to actually just feel a little bit more confident when they have to wake up every morning and wash their face. And so I think that that's a really unique kind of direction that you took as a business, which then kind of lends me to my next question. And, you know, Kaylee and I were actually talking about this before we got on that 
I was saying, and, and she was reflecting back to me that I feel like someone makes, when someone makes a product or service that they actually needed themselves at one point, it's always the best product or service they could ever make. Like, I always feel that when someone comes from that place of I'm going in and trying to find something that I need, I don't see it in the market. So I guess I'm going to have to create it myself. For some reason, those always tend to be like the most successful types of products and services that I see. And that's really kind of what happened to you all. So I would love to hear about how this entrepreneurial journey of going from your background, which we've talked about, you're incredibly knowledgeable at what you do. You are an expert in your field. And now you want to create this vertical and these line of products for a specific type of person. So how did you jump that off? How did you make it happen? And how have you been able to grow, especially in a market, which is the most competitive market on the planet, the beauty market, there is nothing more competitive. It's also a multi what billion dollar industry at this point. And so I think it's so easy for, you know, a lot of our listeners that maybe they want to launch something in the beauty space or a different space, but they're like, well, why should I? Because there's already so much competition out there. So I would love just to hear a little bit about the journey of getting this launched and any kind of like myths about that, that you could debunk. I do want to say to anyone listening, feeling like the space they want to jump into, like the beauty space or any of them if you feel like it's too competitive, I want to remind everyone that no one has your story and your journey. And I think that's what's so important to Danielle and I. And what we always come back to is we struggled so much with acne. It creates so much frustration, so much anxiety, so much self-doubt in, in ourselves, like the way we carried ourselves in different ways that we don't want other people to have to go through a really long learning curve that we had to. And if we could help them get there a little bit faster than we've done our jobs. And if we can find, if we can help people find relief and more confidence by taking back control over their health, that's so incredibly important to us. So as you're building a company, if there's something that you feel in your heart and soul, like I worked so hard for this, I found either a relief in this way or a solution in this way. And I know other people struggle with this as well. Telling your story is going to be the most impactful thing. And that's what we did from the beginning. Um, thank God we have Danielle here, who's our master formulator in every way possible and actually created products that create change. So first, like make sure you're creating a product that, that works <laughs> and that like, that you love, like deep down your heart and soul. Cause if you love it, like there's going to be other people that love it as well. So creating products that work or create a change or create inspiration, confidence, create a really healthy, amazing, positive feeling in other people. That's first step. After that, it's really just continuing to share your story and knowing who you're talking to. Like Danielle and I essentially are talking to ourselves. Like when we get on these podcasts, on social media, every time we're writing copy, writing emails, it's like, what would we, what would have we wanted to hear over the years? And Danielle and I are kind of like the older sister that, that dealt with acne and all these different health issues that are now giving a younger sister or a younger best friend advice, but in a really leadership way that's going to create change. And that's what we keep doing. And that's what's so important is kind of putting those horse blinders on and not even looking at what the competition's doing because the competition isn't you. It's not your story and it's not the impact you want to make. So what is that impact that you are making? And Danielle and I always come back to that. It's like, why are we here? Who are we talking to? What kind of change do we want to create? Where are we going? Not 
where everyone else is going. Um, Danielle and I are doing this huge marketing deep dive next week that we're really excited about because we love like when a third party person comes in and just challenges us and gets our brain going. And we had to fill out this big worksheet before and it was like, who are your competitors? Who do you idolize? Who do you like want to become? And I was thinking about it. I'm like, mm, no one. I struggled really? with that too. I struggled with that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be like any of them. I want yes. some things that they're doing, but not like that much. And that was it right there. And it's not like an ego involved of like no competitors. It's not like that. And it's not ignorance. It's truly like no one can be Danielle and I the same way, like anyone listening who's starting a company, like we can't be you either. You know what I mean? Like you are you, you are here, you are special. You have a story to tell to inspire other people. You have a product create to inspire other people, a service. And just believing in yourself and knowing that, that is going to be the biggest driver in all marketing channels and all social channels and the way you speak. Yeah. It's really like our biggest competitors is always ourselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Self-doubt is the biggest competitor. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, so let's kind of break down a little bit about how you guys were able to go from, okay, we're launching this. So like, how do we get in front of people? <laughs> like, how do we sell this thing? How do we market it? How do we get people excited about it? How do we, you know, help them see the transformations and the results and how do we grow? I love this because we didn't do any fundraising. And that's why we love talking about this on podcasts is because we're not going to come on and be like, hey, we went out and raised $10 million and then had all this money to throw into marketing. Not whatsoever. Danielle and I were still full-time jobs. Like I was in a full-blown corporate job. Danielle was running her clinic seven days a week. And we were building us on the side for the first couple of years. And we had no money to put towards anything. Everything we made, we reinvested back into the brand. So we did continue both of our jobs so we could have a full-time salary and not take money in the beginning. And then as we were able to, you know, little by little, um, but definitely not what like a CEO or executive level like would be making if you did a Google search or working for, you know, Fortune 500 company, um, we reinvested everything. But all the marketing we did in the beginning was completely free and organic. We, and what we really focused on is getting in front of people either in person or verbally. So going to different events, speaking, podcasts, we did so many Instagram lives, um, collaborated with other brands that had aligned values as well. Everything we did in the beginning was absolutely free and organic marketing. We didn't pay for a single ad until like maybe, I think we started maybe Facebook, Instagram ads year two, two and a half as we started growing. In the beginning, we were fulfilling all the orders ourselves at a label maker plugged into my laptop. Um, and we just pack it up, pack up orders once a week. And as we grew, we started investing our money in what was taking up a majority of our bandwidth that wasn't our zone of genius. So for a while, I felt like my full-time job was fulfilling orders and customer service. That is not my zone of genius. <laughs> so Danielle and I decided to hire someone part-time for customer service. And then we also invested in a warehouse so to fill all of our orders. So that then freed up even more time to do our different zone of geniuses. So you'll reach these new levels of bandwidth every time where you're like, wow, all my time is being taken up by doing this. And there's someone that can do this better because I'm better at something else. And so as you grow, making those little steps and changes of figuring out who to hire, who can I outsource this to? So you're staying in what really gives you energy and what you're good at. So good. And I, I really feel like as simple as that sounds, 
we love to overcomplicate things and make things so much harder. And one of the things that you have talked about, Danielle, you talked about it at the beginning and you just talked about it too with, you know, when you realized what your zone of genius wasn't and really just what the best, like, can you check emails and customers? Sure you can, but is it the best use of your time? Probably not. The thing that keeps coming up is that you got support when you needed support. You were really clear on your lane, what you were really good at, and the other things that you might have not been good at that were still very vital to the growth of your business, like customer support, you made sure to to get the help that you needed. And Danielle, you talked a little bit earlier about like mentorship and making sure that you really looked to people that you trusted that had paved a path of something that you wanted to learn and something that you wanted to know. So can you kind of share what it's been like on a twofold of you hiring or just even getting support from other mentors or experts or people in your field to then hiring a team of support and how those two things have been integral in your growth. Absolutely. So when I first became an esthetician, I shadowed under um, a few people that that were seasoned. I went to the people that had the best reviews on Yelp and I was like, hey, can I just sponge information from you? Um, So I learned a lot about how to interact with clients, how to set up your, like, you know, your physical space, um, what systems to use, like knowing systems is really important for any business. Right. Um, so learned a lot about that. You also learn a lot about what not to do. Um, you know, cause every, every business is going to be a reflection and an extension of your personality and how you like to interact with people. So figuring that out, like what is the interaction back and forth look like between you and your audience and your customers? That's really important. And you can, everyone can be a mentor. I'll just say that you don't need to hire a one-on-one mentor. You can learn from everybody. So that was really important when I was starting my clinic. Um, and then as far as scaling ClearStem, um, we learned a lot from our, one of our mentors who I met through my business group actually, and she's got a portfolio of beauty brands. And at some point when you have a, a company, especially a product-based company, it's no longer a product. You're a technology company. So it's knowing your website. Your, it's called your tech stack. It's all the apps you have. It's all the functions, the buttons, the placement, the everything like in the user journey online or wherever it is that you're doing your transaction, whatever that looks like for your business. So that is something that's not intuitive. You either know it or you don't. You know it or you don't. And that's where you pay for a mentor who knows their shit and has done it before. So we learned a ton about customer experience, user journey, all that from someone that we went, we actually invested um, like 12 grand, I think, in like a course. We learned a lot. And, um, you know, it's good to do mentorship when you're already in it too, because if you're a lot of people, I feel like have this, I'll learn it all now and then I'll do it, but I'm not ready until I learn everything. And that's the opposite. Cause if you're not already moving and knowing what implementation looks like and being able to sound things off of things as you're implementing, you're going to lose a lot of the value. So be in motion and stay in motion. It's going to be messy and you will be, you should be embarrassed of what it looked like a year ago. I just want to let everyone like know that. Um, but as far as like other mentors too, I mean, Kaylee and I both have, Kaylee's amazing. Her brain is connector brain. She knows everyone. She's learned, she remembers everything they do, which company she knows, she knows all the things. My brain doesn't really work that way. I'll find like one person and be like, tell me everything, you know? Um, so the two of us together have become quite, we've got such a network between us and we literally, it's like ping pong ideas back and forth. And then we finally have a person to call for a specific thing that we know we need. Um, so I think that has been integral for our company. Like she'll deliver an amazing contact at the right time. I'll get an amazing contact at the right time. So 
It's little nuggets of mentorship from everyone you know who's done the thing that you're trying to do at that time. So good. I always tell people, like, you, you've got to work with people who have actually done what it is that you are trying to do. They don't just yeah. talk about it, but they've actually done it. And they have a proven process or method or expertise that you can learn from and follow. So I and and hopefully someone who's still doing the thing that you want to do, because I'm telling you two years removed, you're out like marketing changes so quickly. CPG, like consumer product, um, like everything changes at a, in a blink's eye. Like you, you want to find someone who has done it and who is still doing it, or at least overseeing as a current business of, yes. of like yours. To second that, I would never take marketing advice from a person who built a brand 10 years ago, but I will take like supply chain advice, right? Cause it's like, they know supply chain. They've like those backend things. Amazing. But marketing advice changes. <laughs> I mean, you guys know on like a month to month basis at this point. So for marketing stuff, you want to talk to people who are killing it right now, not a year ago, not two years ago right now. Yeah. That's such a good, um, a good tip for people because there's always going to be those foundational elements of your specific industry, right? That pretty much for the most part, don't change. It's like, you have to do this. You have to know this. This is generally going to be, you know, what you need to know about this or pricing and, you know, upcharging and whatever that may be, but then trends and changes and changes in consumer and changes in the economy. Like that is what you have to try to be at the tip of the arrow of all of the time. And so I think those two distinctions are, are really, really smart. Um, I would love to know what is, what do you guys see in terms of trends and changes and, and what are you really excited to be able to continue to expand and grow within ClearStem STEM, just knowing what the consumer wants and needs? Something that worries me a little bit with all the trends out there is there is an insane amount of information out there that is correct, that it's like gas, I'm sorry, incorrect, that gasoline is literally getting poured on a fire because of how things go viral and how fast TikTok and Reels and everything moves. And someone can be saying like, oh, do this skincare trend. And it can be literally the worst thing for your skin. And I feel like it's Danielle and I's job to correct all of these things. Like, this is really scary, but I saw we get these beauty reports every month of like what's trending, what's getting the most sales, what's going viral on TikTok. And there's this nose spray tanning, like self tanner, where essentially like you spray it up your nose and it changes the hormone in your body that produces melon to make you tanner. And that scared the crap out of me when I heard that it was going viral on TikTok. So I'm like, you're putting something up your nose to change your hormones of like something that's like a main function of your body that you don't know the results in this in a few months, in a few years and what's going to happen. And it was a top trending product on TikTok all summer. And I feel like what Danielle and I do is come back to the basics is functions for your skin haven't changed. There's not these like new quick fixes, all of these things. So we like to educate on like how the skin works how the pores work, what do pore clogging ingredients do, what do acids do for your skin, what are the key functional ingredients, and coming back to the basics without us thinking there are these like new quick fixes, like remember when there's like 10 years ago, the diet pill craze was going, and it was like, take this Garcinia Kombucha, or whatever, do you remember that, like whatever that like thing was called, I don't even know how to pronounce it, and it was like, it'll make the weight fall off like crazy, and then all these people are having 
hormonal issues, detox issues years later because of it. And so your body doesn't really change. Like our bodies are so primal. They still operate. Hormones still operate the same way. And when we're doing all these new things that if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. So I feel like our job in the industry is to like keep hammering home, like what are the acne triggers and what to do health-wise for your body to improve whole body health and skin health. So good. So, so good, ladies. Well, I am just so thankful that you both were able to take the time to come here today and just not only share your wisdom of what you truly love to do, what your purpose and your mission is on this planet, but to also share, you know, just the reality of what it's like to be able to go all in and build something that matters and that means something and that changes lives. And I think that that really just stems from do you really want to be the absolute best at, at what it is that you, you do? And do you really want to have something and create something that truly is impactful and is truly making a difference? And you both are such a testament to that. And so I know we have a little happy today for our listeners. If anyone out there is intrigued, inspired, curious, excited to try Clear Stem, you can do so and you're going to get 15% off of your order. All you have to do is use the code INFLUENCER when you go to checkout and you'll be able to get 15% off of your order. And all of their products are amazing. The, I mean, everything that I've tried, the cleanser, the eye cream, the serums, they're all so, so good. So make sure to definitely check them out. Take us up on this amazing um, influencer discount by using that code. And Danielle and Kaylee, I would love for you to leave us with a fun little question that I haven't actually asked anyone in a while, but I used to do it all the time. And that is, what does influence mean to you? Oh, what does influence mean? Um, to me, because I'm such a, I'm such a science brain influence to me means helping people think more thoroughly. It's not telling them about one thing they should be doing or not doing. I love to influence people on how to qualify information. Um, for example, like if you have any sort of science background and you're talking about a thing, you're very quick to say, here was the context in which this, in which this information was produced. Here's what we didn't analyze. Here was what the you know control group might, might have looked like. And here's the situation where this information might apply. Because um, when I hear people say things like, oh, this, you shouldn't do this because it could have this, that makes my soul cringe because it's just like a it's just like injecting fear into someone's brain with no context and no parameters around it, which makes it just paranoia in my opinion, right? And that it's rampant in the non-toxic space. So my, coming back to your question, my purpose when I feel like I'm being influential is to coach people on how to think about things in their skincare and think about things that could be affecting their acne in terms of when will this apply to me? How do I check it for myself? How do I know if I'm on the right track? So that's what being um, that, that's what that's the way I like to influence people is to really um, have a thought process around the things that are important to them so they don't get led astray. That is so beautiful. I love that. Um, to me, influence means whoever is in front of you. You could be getting dinner with one person. You can be speaking to a crowd of a thousand people, or you can be on social media with a million plus eyeballs on you. But no matter if it's one or a million, you have an opportunity to influence in a positive way or a negative way. And you get to make that choice every single time. And so I think it's coming back to you. How do you want to show up in this world and never getting down on 
the number of people you're speaking to, whether it's in person or on social media, if you have 500 followers, you have an opportunity to make a positive impact in 500 people's lives. And that is insane. Like how cool would it be if you were like on a stage speaking to 500 people? That's insane. So never getting down on who's in front of you because even one person, you can make such an amazing impact in their lives. So true. So I mean, true. that's how we're here today. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> why we love podcasting. It's like an opportunity to make a positive impact for people. It's so cool. So awesome. Well, thank you ladies so much for being here and just sharing your amazing wisdom and your gifts and your incredible product line, which is truly amazing. So um, anyone, again, we're going to have everything in the show notes. If you enjoy today's episode, if you want to connect with us, if you all could let me know the best Instagram handles to do so. Yes. Yeah, so all the information we talked about, all the resources can be found on clearstemskincare.com. We are Clear Stem Skincare across all social channels. And then Danielle's Instagram is Danielle the Acne Guru because she is literally the acne guru. <laughs> and my Instagram is Kaylee.Christina. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.